I'm feeling Estonia. I'm always feeling Estonia. But I think that's it's too cold for stuff to grow in the ground. I think we got to be more. Man, I, I'm logic. I'm actually feeling like this is India. They use ginger, right? Yeah, I, ginger is pretty ubiquitous. You could close your eyes and throw it at the map. I'm not. <laughs> And welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy Umkraut Shepherd, and this is Mitchell Manley, un hombre muy guapo, <laughs> a very handsome man. You're really into yourself, huh? I, apparently so. <laughs> I was gonna look up the word for furry or like hairy, I but know. I couldn't remember what it was off the top of my head. I feel like we'd be going into like a strange area if you start calling yourself a furry. Right, yeah, that'd so, be a little different. I mean, I, no, no you shame. You don't know what I do in my <laughs> spare time, know. Amy. I don't know. Do you yiff or yip? I don't know. <laughs> oh, sorry. It just went really weird really yeah, fast. Yeah, I just job. bit it. Sorry. <laughs> um, this week we are doing non-English music. I think yeah. you, you're like, hey. You know, we've been leaning towards it. Yeah, Might I'm not well. sure. Yeah, we we've done a bunch of German songs in the in the recent past, and I'm not sure if I talked about, um, you know, weird songs in gibberish languages recently. But I know that's come up a time or two as well. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that has. Indeed. I don't know. I just like like music that's not in English. We'll expand our horizons this week. So yeah. I thought that was a good idea. I like it because then you can truly appreciate the music. Right. I'm sorry. I got like all whimsical and weird <laughs> like that. What did you bring this week? So I brought a songwriter named Oskir, and the song is called Dirth i Doitethun. Oskir is an Icelandic songwriter who I first heard when I worked at the hippie store in the mall at Place Earthbound. Yay! Uh, we've talked before about how singer-songwriters kind of have to do something special to really stand out to me. And Oskir's whole record is just full of beautiful orchestration and instrumentation. So it's much more interesting than just an acoustic guitar and a voice doused in reverb. It's legitimately like a sonic experience. Uh this song is the title track off of his debut album, which it was released in Iceland in 2012, but then in 2014, he released the record with English lyrics with the help of musician and composer John Grant, who we featured last week as our final song of the yep. week. Um, Oscar's father apparently wrote quite a bit of the lyrical content for the Icelandic version, and both the direct translation of the Icelandic as well as the slightly revamped English lyrics are all very beautiful and poetic. Uh, he talks a lot about the quiet beauty of nature and the majesty of birds and trees and lakes. And he references a lot of like existential reflection and like putting the past behind us so that we can enjoy the present. Uh, the English version of the record and of the song is called In the Silence. 
and the whole album is just incredible, both in Icelandic and in English. So I hope somebody likes it uh, as much as I do and, and takes a deeper music into it. It's like very well orchestrated, very introspective. Uh, hopefully it'll come someone else's favorite record as well. Wait, so which one did you hear first? The Icelandic? I actually heard the English version first. And then I was like, wow, I really love what this guy does. And then went back and found that there was actually Icelandic versions beforehand. Okay. I was like curious. I was like, was Earthbound that edgy? We, I mean, obviously they're, they're all about being global and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, I did happen to hear the English version of this first. Okay. I just thought that this was a straight up lovely song that's got this really great like structure. Uh, when I think Icelandic music, I automatically think Bjork. And Sigaros. Yeah, just like very uh, on the edge. Yeah, hardcore experimental. Like, it's not hardcore music, but it's super experimental yeah. and very cerebral. And like, it asks a lot of the listener. But this song like rejoices in itself and its own structure. And it doesn't really tax the listener into figuring out exactly what Bjork is saying. Right. <laughs> the elements are like slowly introduced. There's like, a, you start with like kind of this acoustic guitar and then mm -hmm. I think a snare drum. Yep. Yay. Uh, then some horns and the harmonies are just straight yeah, up. That's lovely. also my favorite thing yeah. as well. It's just like the way each instrument is just slowly introduced. And a lot of his songs are like that where just different subtle elements are added in and it just makes this beautiful arrangement at the end. It's, yeah. it's amazing. And if I hadn't known it was, I mean, like if I didn't know what the themes were, I can totally see how it would be like introspective nature and stuff like yeah. that because hey he he does it with the actual music not yeah, just lyrically yeah i went a little more old school yeah certainly i brought falco's wiener blut obvious i was gonna bring a german song because i i like german and i i'm gonna say i have no idea what the song's about because <laughs> it is in rumor has it it's a viennese dialect or like this specific viennese way of speaking that older generations in vienna which is like the capital of austria mm -hmm. speaks uh the album it's just super fun. He raps, I think. I think you could call this rap. Uh, it's very 80s. It's very synthy and joyous in this really strange way. Um, from what I can gather, the whole song is about the decadence of the people of Vienna. But heck, without knowing that, it is still just fun. So Yeah, yeah. it's definitely a very, very fun song. Falco. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know how much other Falco you've listened to. He loves oh, him some what? what uh ohs. I love some Falco. Yeah, he loves him some what uh ohs. And frankly, I too love what uh ohs. You like what uh ohs? I'm all about it. Uh, he has him in in that song, uh, Der Commissar as well. Has some what ohs in mm -hmm. this song. I'm not sure if Rock Me Amadeus has what ohs, but if it didn't, it should have. <laughs> 
Uh, and really, I never really listened to to Falco outside of those singles. Uh, I guess I always thought of him as sort of a novelty act, but this song's actually super catchy, and I bet he probably has some B-sides that I'd be super into. Yeah, he he's almost, he's pretty legendary in Austria, because Austria, they don't get to like, like holler about international fame <laughs> right. stuff a yeah, lot. Sure. So, you All they got's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right, and he's he sounds weird, because yeah. that's what the people Steiermark sound like. <laughs> so, uh, And they tease him about his accent. Really? Anyway, yeah, like they will, they make Disney cartoons and stuff, and they will have a character that's like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but they'll like really exaggerated. exaggerated yeah. Even though it's like you're looking at it, it's still very exaggerated. Um, he did a lot of music and it's very it's very synthy, very eighties because of that. And he died in nineteen ninety eight. So we right. don't get to see where he was gonna go from there. But we'll I, see how many what uh O's I can pull out of his catalog. I'll check my vinyl collection, see if I have something I'd for love you. That. <laughs> Our ear buddies Wow. Yeah, this one took off this week. I was yeah. super happy to see that. I was really worried. I was like, I don't know how many people listen to foreign language stuff, but wow. I yeah. posted it and there were like a million songs. Yeah. We've got a handful of new names this week too, which yeah. I think is good. I'm really exciting. Charlie brings Not From There, No Answers. Australian band form in England with an Austrian singer who sings in German and sometimes English? I'm a huge fan of the dynamic contrast going on in here, and it reminds me of something, but I'm not quite sure what it is. Uh, It's got this very underlying driving beat, and it's also proof that German isn't an ugly language. And I love that one commentator on the YouTube video did think they were singing in Russian. Which yeah. they're not. They're not. They're not Russian. It, it's it's surprising because yeah, ger- German is usually seen as a sort of uh, cacophonous language. Aggressive. Yeah, very aggressive, very guttural. I don't. And think it is. and yeah, it doesn't really stick out so much in this song. And so maybe that's why they thought it was Russian because like this is definitely super foreign. Yeah. And a, a a sort of guttural language, but it's not as abrasive as German. But... Or as abrasive as Russian. Yeah, it's true. But uh, first off, so glad we got a submission from Charlie. I'm a pretty deep well, but Charlie is just consistently bringing stuff that I've never heard of that just blows me away. Definitely the case uh, for this song. I, too, love the dynamics in this one. The guitar tones run the spectrum from just like a reserved crunchy sound to this huge fuzzy feedbacky guitar. Uh, it gives the mix this big open space in the verse parts and then just oversaturates it with powerful noise during the chorus parts. And then the more laid back parts just like perfectly subdued. And then even in the heavy parts, they have like layers of fuzzing gain that kind of come and go. So even when they're letting loose, there's some push and pull within that escalation. And the drums just chug along. You keep your head bobbing until the heavy riffs pull you into the undertow. 
Uh, I'm also a huge fan of the vocal style in this one. A lot of it's actually devoid of melody and it's more mm-hmm. of that spoken word style, which I really love. It just makes things sound very frantic and urgent and kind of paranoid. I think that's cool. Yeah, it's like this very cool mix of it. Does it remind you of anything? Yeah, um, sort of. It's got like the post-punk kind of uh, a really heavy Fugazi or a, oh, that must be what a lot of the, the bands like Unwound and some of those like weird mathy post-punk pre- emo okay you know. so that would be stuff that i'll be like hey that sounds kind of familiar to yeah. me yeah so. naomi brings team geniuses ka plane pour moi <laughs> <laughs> i have no This song makes me so happy, and all I can hope is that I'm not hopping around dancing like an idiot. It's something that is about genocide or something. I have no idea what this song is about because I don't know any French, but dang, it's super danceable. Yeah. I have a question. Is this four on the floor? It does have a little four on the floor action going on. Yeah, and there are woos. There's definitely, I love the woo-woo. There's lots of woo. Yeah, <laughs> I heard I'm, that and I was like, ah, Mitchell. Yeah, I'm way about that. Uh, my, my friend Brandon, who's also one of our ear buddies, he actually just introduced me to the original version of this song uh, by a Belgian artist named Plastic Bertrand. And this cover is definitely a rad take. It's got like that relentless forward momentum and the delivery of the lyrics. It's just pure fun and frivolity. I love the ooey oo woos. <laughs> it just like punctuate every verse and the attitude of the song ramps up with each cycle through. It's definitely become one of my like go-to good mood like sunshine fun time songs. So catchy, just makes me want to boogie. It's not about um, genocide, is no, it? No, I th- I, th- I think it is just like <laughs> sort of word soup, just fun words. I know they start several of the verses just saying alley oop. Okay. And uh, yeah, I think it's just a fun song. I think it's c'est plan pour moi. There you go. If, oh, if it's my French the, is, is it, even close. Is it got the little yes, thing? Yes, it does. Okay. Instead c'est of plan my... pour moi. Carplane. <laughs> I plain poor moy. Yeah, that. <laughs> Amy O brings Seeger Rose's Untitled One.
don't know if anybody knows this, but I love some Sigaros. And this album is absolutely perfect. It's just, it's Sigaros, man. Uh, it's quiet, atmospheric, and swelling, and simply amazing. Pretty sure this is one of their albums where it's just gibberish. Yeah, definitely so. Uh, we've talked about Sigaros a time or two, and we've definitely brought up their singer, Yonsi. Uh, he has a fantastic solo career as well. Uh, they're an Icelandic band, and though they do sing in Icelandic for some of their records, this record, which is just called Parentheses, it's just yep. two open and closed parentheses, uh, it's sang in made-up gibberish language that, that he calls Hopelandic. Um, it allowed him to like use his voice purely as an atmospheric element so that the listener gets meaning from the music and the mood of the song rather than just you know, interpreting lyrics. Uh, Cigarose, definitely one of my favorite bands for a long time. I got the pleasure of seeing them at Bonnaroo, of all places, so in 2008. Jealous. It was like 11 p.m. <laughs> like at night, and then they performed in one of the music tents, so it was like super intimate and like far enough removed from the big stages where all the loud bands were. They could like fully utilize the quiet dynamics and like the subtle layering that a lot of their music relies on. And they they're a four piece band, but they also brought like a, a, a section of strings. I think they had four strings and then three horns that accompanied them. Hands down, one of the most gripping and cathartic live performances I've ever seen. It was so beautiful. Uh-huh. I, like I mean, I'm just like getting goosebumps <laughs> just thinking about it right now. It was so gorgeous. I got to see a film of one of their concerts at Levitt Shell once. Oh wow, that's been all right. <laughs> it was I, I brought Ella and I had to keep like retrieving her. Yeah. So she had a ball that kept throwing down that stage. Yeah, Aww. that was fun. Colian brings A.R. Rahman's Jai Ho. He says, the original by A.R. Rahman, not the Pussycat Dolls version. Uh, yes. First of all, gotta agree with Kolyan. The Pussycat version song is, like, not nearly as good. Um, it's just a super happy song. I'm pretty typically American, so I didn't know much about Bollywood until Slumdog Millionaire. Sure. So, this was my intro into that Bollywood style of song, and this song could really be just about anything, but it's just so stinking joyful. Had you seen Slumdog Millionaire? I have. It's been a long time, but I have seen it. It's got some dark parts. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I love Indian music so much, and even like the poppy Bollywood stuff is just so good. They use a lot of scales and rhythms that are atypical in Western music, and the instruments they 
like have such a characteristic sound and vibe that like instantly puts you in a certain headspace. Uh, it's been a long time since I watched Slumdog Millionaire, but the second I started listening to, to this song, I instantly remembered it from the movie. It's very entrancing and energetic. Uh, like a lot of the Bollywood music just makes you want to dance and eat samosas. Were you hand clapping? I was definitely doing some <laughs> hand clapping. That's another thing. Indian music, they love hand claps, and I'm yeah. so on board for it's that. It's so awesome. Yeah. It, I, so preparing for this show, I actually um, I have a tendency to watch like cake videos and like kinetic sand videos, and sure. they put a lot of uh, the Bollywood-style songs underneath, underneath. Interesting. <laughs> I was like, how am I supposed to know what song they're using so I could pick one of these? Yeah. So, But Colleen solved it. Brought like one of the most iconic ones. Yeah, absolutely. It's perfect. Russ brings Bill Bailey's cars. fun song the contrast in the vocals which i wouldn't say are really singing mm-hmm. uh the, the just the contrast and then like the synth sounds they're not quite the cars exactly synth sounds but it's just delightful he's super aggressive in the attack of the lyrics and it's surprising but listenable i have no idea if this is a direct cover uh, like the translation may be different. I don't know, but I don't know if it really matters that much. Yeah, this this version's definitely a bit more punk rock sounding. Yeah. which I mean musically, but also just the way the lyrics sound just make it more aggressive. Yeah, but it was also le- <laughs> labeled heavy metal. Right. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. So Bill Bailey is actually a British comedian and musician, but he performs this song in French. And I know Russ submitted another Bill Bailey song, which is a version of the folk song Scarborough Fair, but it's done in German in the style of Rammstein, <laughs> that German new metal band. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's super, apparently a very intelligent, uh, multilingual person. Uh, I was definitely drawn to this one in particular, though, because Car is one of my favorite tunes. And in looking up the other Bill Bailey stuff, I found a video of him playing this song live, and it is amazing. <laughs> Uh, he begins by telling the story of like being trapped by volcanic ash when he was traveling and having to take a series of French vehicles back home. So in tribute to that experience, he chose to perform the song in French, which changes the flow and the vibe of the lyrics and almost makes it a completely different mood than the original, which I think is rad. Uh, also, you'll notice that he's actually playing the lead part on an array of bulb horns, like oh, the bike style horns. That's that what that weird sound is? Little bulb, yeah. Okay. And so he's like honking these horns to play the lead and he's like one of the catchy leads in pop music <laughs> on these little bike horns it's just amazing so definitely gonna do the deep dive on some bill bailey i'm way about this that is so cerebral that's why i was like this kind of synthy but it's like doesn't sound quite right 
Right. And exactly. that's why it's like it was bicycle horns. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll take it. Uh, Jack brings ein Stützen der Neubauten's Stelle Maris. Der Polarstern direkt über mir. Dies ist der Pol, ich warte hier. Nur dich kann ich weit und breit noch nirgends kommen sehen. Ich warte am falschen Pol. almost lullaby-esque but it's like a romantic lullaby but not like a romantic lullaby (laughs) right yeah it's just like quiet and there's this lovely string melody going on you're having different strings coming in and it's just like this simple clean little song yeah it's very hypnotic just like hypnotic as hell i'm way into the male and female vocals alternating and then coalescing and i love the really understated melodies and like very subtle moments of flourishing light that kind of bloom from time to time and then retract out of focus almost immediately every time Uh, and the video jack submitted has the english translation of the lyrics and they tell this gorgeous and poetic tale Uh, between these two lovers who like dream of one another but can never meet in the same place and he waits for her in like the deepest point of the earth in the mariana trench in the bottom of the ocean but she waits for him on the highest peak of the highest mountain where she can see him coming from any direction but alas they never see sign of one another and then he waits at the north pole and she's waiting at the south pole and they realize that they each waited at the wrong pole and so they just reconcile to continue dreaming of one another and pulling each other ever closer so that they can be together I don't know. I'm kind of obsessed with this song now, to be honest. Uh, I'm definitely going to be listening to this one a lot in the, in the future. And mm-hmm. I wonder if their other songs are this good because this one's gorgeous. And like you said, it's got that lullaby quality mm-hmm. and like they talk about dreaming and sleeping. And yeah, it's yeah, sweet. I'm, this is really, really high tier, uh, good jam right here. Yeah. Now I need you to blast that really loud while driving down the road, but I still like totally would. But I need you to have like a super metal shirt on. I don't yeah. know how metal a shirt can be, but just a uh, illegible band name and, yeah. and scrawls and scratches. Yeah, something yeah, like you. that, but with like a upside down pennant. Yeah, gram. sure. Yeah, it'd be super awesome. I like the dichotomy of you, Mitchell. It's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Uh, you can always tweet at us on the twitters. I'm at Pow I Gotcha. I'm at Madam Willite, and the show is at ENDU Pod. The Facebook group, which really do yourself a treat and like check out. Yeah, the- go listen to all the threads, but this thread this week, Ooh, amazing. It's it's epic. Uh, it's Earbuds and Earworms podcast group on Facebook. The voicemail line is 731-400-BUDS or 731-400-2837. You can always email the show, endpod at gmail.com. And you can always see us on the interwebs at endpod.com, part of the 10710 network. What you bring? So the final song I'm going to leave us with uh, is from Adriano Celentano. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, mm. I think, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to pronounce the name. Can I attempt too? I would love for you to go for it. Okay, 
prison colon and sinine and so Pretty close. <laughs> okay. Pretty close to how he says it. <laughs> okay. He's like prison colon and sin and I choose Oh, there's two. Okay. Yeah. Prison colon and sin and I choose <laughs> I got close. By Adriano Celentano. <laughs> uh, I think David H. submitted an Adriano Celentano song as well, but I knew that this had to be our final song this week. Uh, I feel like maybe I talked about it on last week's episode, or maybe I was just talking to one of my friends about it. But uh, Adriano Celentano, he was a Italian media personality. He was like a musician, an actor, a comedian, film producer, TV host, and apparently he was like top notch at all those things. But my favorite thing from him is this song, and the lyrics are actually all gibberish. Oh, really? Yeah, but they're... it's just joyful and stompy to me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and and the lyrics are all gibberish, but they're designed to approximate what English sounds like to a non-English speaker. And so he said he wrote the song to like explore the idea of communication barriers, which I think is really interesting. Uh, but overall, the song just has so much swagger and strut to it that you just can't help but groove along, uh, which proves once again that funk jams are the true universal language. So uh, I'm going to leave us with Adriano Celentano, prison colon and rain and I choose all. You're the cold maze, say one, prison colon and I choose all. All right.
Car playing poor Moy.